0: You know, you do this, you do this, and everything's gonna magically happen. Yeah, okay, maybe for someone who doesn't look like me, but I—I've been on this earth long enough to know that you either find a way or make one. Welcome to the
1: Technology Equals Equality podcast. I'm your host Lori Brooks, and this is Episode 93, Pitch Perfect with Precious L. Williams. <laughs> Techie community, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me here for episode 93, Pitch Perfect. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. This week, I have the honor of speaking with Miss Precious Williams, also affectionately known as the Hashtag Killer Pitchmaster, a serial entrepreneur, international professional speaker, and corporate trainer. In 2019, Williams became a best-selling author of the number one business book, Bad Bitches with Power Pitches for Women Entrepreneurs and Speakers Only, and has been featured on Times Square billboards, top podcasts, and stages around the globe. Williams brings life, authenticity, strategy, and boldness to the table, with over 25 years of experience in creating unique speaking and public speaking techniques. Williams is also known for her innovative training programs and service to her clients and sales teams at Fortune 100 companies, including Google, Microsoft, LinkedIn, eBay, and many others. The hashtag Killer Pitchmaster is ready to guide you to slay self-doubt in all competition with her killer elevator pitches, media pitches, and investor pitches. Buckle up, people, because this week she is bringing a boatload of energy and laughter to the show. Starting what she thought would be a linear journey, Precious had her sights set on the legal system, overcoming hurdles and heartache. Precious found the strength to build her self-esteem, and her business. Listen in as the hashtag KillerPitchMaster is leading the way in 2021 for women everywhere to speak up and stand out without apology. Precious welcome, and thank you so much for joining us today.
0: I am so happy to be here.
1: And I am so happy to have you. I am super excited that you were able to find the time to join the community today. I feel honored and I am super excited to jump into your practice and talk about all that you have been accomplishing. I have been following all of your stories on social media (laughs) and I am super excited to dive into everything that you are doing. But before we do, we wanna rewind the clock just a bit. In fact, we're going to rewind it back to high school. Let's go Woo! back to before you got out of school in any way, shape, or form. What did you think the future would look like for you? What did you think life was going to be?
0: You know what? I believe that, you know, if I was a hard if I stayed working hard, life would just go up and up and up and up and up. No, no, no I, I thought it would be linear. Mm-hmm. I thought that, hey, Everything would go according to plan, you know. I was on a, I was on the road to, you know, going to Spelman College. I, you know, I just thought that, you know, nothing was before the song came out. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Yeah, <laughs> I look back like, um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I have such an appreciation for older people that never, I never I swear until I got older tomorrow I realized mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. y'all were really trying to save I did sister I didn't get it I thought I was going through something that was unique and it wasn't yeah it wasn't Mm-mm. relationships school all that Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. no ma'am no ma'am and no sir mm-hmm. oh you will encounter some hardships mm-hmm. you will encounter some difficulties mm-hmm. you're gonna have some good times or you're gonna have some bad times you're gonna have some hills and you're gonna have some valleys mm-hmm definitely but definitely. back in the day girl 15 16 couldn't tell me that <laughs> i love it no, I right, i'm gonna keep you laughing i promise <laughs> you are killing
1: me you are killing me and i'll tell you in in the past i used to actually edit out every giggle from my show because i laughed so daggone much <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop doing that because I'd spend hours finding every little
0: bit of my giggle in every show. No, they that want, they want of, it. That. They That's want it. They actually want to know that you're enjoying yourself and it's not just this, this dry thing. episode. You I know. Ask a question. Yeah. I respond dryly. We go back yeah. and forth. No, I don't really want to hear that. I know.
1: But you're gonna have people, you know, having to shut their volume down with me cracking up the way I am on this episode right now. So sure.
0: they might be laughing as hard as you were, and glad you don't have them on. <laughs> Cause they, you'd be like, I can't, I can't do this with you. And I also think it shows that just because people are in business or they're in technology, they're still people. They still like to laugh. They look back at their mistakes. Like some things came before social media. Just imagine if everything we did existed during the, 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 the golden age of social media. Oh girl, some of us, uh, I'm not going back. Mm -mm. (laughs) But the little girl said, "I ain't going back. Not going to. I ain't going to do it." Like, <laughs> so we, 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 we should, we should, we should love the fact that we were pre-social media. Yeah, I promise you. We, we I, I love the fact that. <sighs> <sighs> yes, thank you.
1: I love that phrase. We are pre-social media.
0: <laughs> yes, trust me. These kids, I'm like when they say they put everything on social media. I'm like, that's cute. I know it's a box. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, you're gonna look back and be like, oh, I shouldn't have put that on. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that, or that technology can take over to where you don't even enjoy the moment because you're trying to document for other people. And that's something that you know, even at my age, I wanna I be I wanna be cognizant and aware of. Yeah. Sometimes there are moments that you, you don't really want. You really want to savor it for mm-hmm. itself. If I see Beyonce as much as I want to be holding my phone, no, I want it. I'm give me give, throw the sweat at me. Give, give me a little sweat, you know. Throw throw a bead, mo- oh, I got cut. All right, I'm in it, you know. But I want to enjoy, and it's kind of like, you know, with my company. And, and anytime that I do a presentation, anytime that you know I do anything, I want people to be in the moment because that's where the transformation happens. And you can document it for other people or you can say you go watch it yourself.
1: You have to be able to to take a step back and not necessarily always be attempting to document every single little piece and putting it out there. Without a doubt that is something that I think this generation does far too much of like you said there will be moments of reflection later that are not going to be pretty for a lot of people. but. Let's go back to some of those reflection moments, where that moment of reflection came for you that sparked the entrepreneurial journey. What was it in life that made you say, "Mm, I think I need to do this for me.
0: I can say there were two moments if you can allow me uh, and I'll be brief. So I had a full scholarship to Georgetown University Law Center And I started, I moved in on August 25th, 2001. That's the same day that Aaliyah, the singer, died. Mm -hmm. And September 11th, I was in D.C., And uh, I remember waking up just like, oh man, I hope the professor don't call on me. You know, all kinds of things that go through your mind. When you're like, dude, graduate school is nothing like undergrad, trust. (laughs) And, I, you know, go over to school and then they rush us out of the building back to our, you know, our apartments with federal troopers and everything. And my boy, Richard, who I'd known since the summer when we were in SEO together, you know, we were in the same room with each other and we were watching the planes hit the world trade and to some people it's for a lot of us always going to be this big deal but i I think in that moment i realized even though i'm 22 it could end so fast Mm -hmm. now i got kicked out of georgetown on march 15 2002 and it wasn't until i you know i went to rutgers school of law in newark full scholarship still. And I was depressed for so long after getting kicked out of Georgetown that I couldn't fully appreciate my time at Rutgers Mm. because I thought that the school you went to determines who you are. This is all going to make sense in a second. But when I graduated, after all I went through, I had a nervous breakdown at Rutgers. I had to give up a whole semester. I had a full scholarship. Still, still my donor rolled with me. Paid for my bar review expenses. Passed the bar on my first try. I walked that stage on May twenty fifth, two thousand seven, already having passed the bar. And when uh, the professor uh, called my name, I I, my my right hand to God. I let Georgetown go. Mm. I really let it go. And I let it go because no school can determine how high I fly. I'm not here to eat the Kool-Aid that everybody wants to give me about, you know, you do this, you do this, and everything's going to magically happen. Yeah, okay, maybe for someone who doesn't look like me, but I, I've been on this earth long enough to know that you either find a way or make one. Mm-hmm. The second time is, um, I was in a seven-year relationship. I was going to marry uh, a guy I've known since I was in high school, known him more than half my life at that point, point. and we imploded. I moved out of our apartment in Brooklyn. My girlfriend and I put an ad on a dating website, which you know I ain't trying to give up because I ain't trying to look bad to you to your, to your audience. And <laughs> I met uh, I met a very famous Hollywood actor. Nice. I did not think it would ever go anywhere. I was you know I was a big girl at the time, and according to society and even to me, there's no way we should do more than one date. Oh, no, that was a love affair. He was the first man that ever made me look at my body totally differently. He was the first man that celebrated my little roles and not having (laughs) six-pack abs. He was the first man to look me in the eye and tell me that I was just beautiful without qualifications or anything. And when I started my first company, Curvy Girls Lingerie, I wanted to give that to other women who society often ignores, dismisses, disrespects, and makes them feel like they have no place. And I said, if if every woman with a little bit more meat on her bones could get a taste of this for just one day, you're forever changed. And so when I created Curvy Girls Lingerie and everybody kept saying, you're fat, you're black, you have no Ivy League degree, it's never gonna work. That made me work harder because I was here to prove once and for all that the conventional wisdom is for conventional people. Those who are ready to step into their greatness can take all the brickstone at them and build an empire, and that's what I did. And so, those were the two things. One was letting go of the fact that a school can't determine how hard, how high I fly because I'm still in the same places with you. At the end of the day, I'm in those circles that just say I shouldn't be there, but I am. And the second thing is to look at myself very differently from how society views women, black women, women of color, women overall, and decide that you can you can say whatever you want to say. I got to go on and then showed that other women can do that too. So those were those were the, the two instances. I love it, You rec- mm-hmm. the, the recognition
1: that the ceiling is only as high as you're gonna choose for it to be, and that you are beautiful no matter what anybody yeah. else might think, mm-hmm. say, feel, or do. It's a personal thought process and recognition that needs to happen for each woman that too often does not happen. And the recognition of your desire to make sure that that does happen for women are two really resounding moments that I can completely understand what brought that clarity and what brought that pivot in life for you. Mm-hmm. What do you Definitely. feel were the first steps that you took once you said to yourself, you know what, this is the direction that I need to go?
0: You know, for my first company or you just mean overall? For your first company. For my first company, I met a woman at the New York Public Library, civil science, industry, business, uh library L- science, industry, business, and law library at 34th and Madison. I met a woman who had won fifty thousand dollars in prize money entering pitch competitions. I didn't know what she was talking about. So I asked her to give me her pitch and I was just like, it's a, I, it's, it's a, it's a bop. It'll do. But i knew i'd smoke her i knew i would smoke her i was like she got 50 grand i'm about to smoke her i'm about to like I'm about to go in and so you know i had negative 400 to my name you know even though i'd worked at sullivan and Cromwell, you know clerk for federal judge in the southern district all that kind of stuff i just wanted to do something a little funky a little different and again curvy girls lingerie and I had no money and uh, like a lot of people who look like me I didn't come from money I'm a first generation college student so everything I've done there wasn't people around all the time to show me the way so I had to make find a way or make one like Clark Atlanta's uh, uh model right find a way or make one and um I found out about an event Cranes New York it was small business awards and God told me I needed to be there. Like, I ain't had the money to pay for, so I got a credit card, put the money on there. I walked in, not knowing what to do. Best Calvin Klein outfit, you know, six pairs of shapewear. You know, I got suck it all. You know, I'm seeing going from a 28 to a 24. Ow! and then I walked into the producers at MSNBC, not knowing what to say, and I just pitched the best I could not knowing what the heck I was doing. And they were so, they laughed at me. And then they were like, you're the first person with the confidence to be able to do that. And you sounded really good. We're gonna bring you the host of the show. We love for you, you know, have you heard of elevator pitch? Jigger who? Jigga what? And, you know, they couldn't bring me her, but her book and producer told me to give give her my elevator pitch. I know, mm, back then they didn't want me. I'm hot, they all own me. I just went, I just went with it. And when I was finished, she said, you're good. You can be on the show. And she couldn't tell behind my glasses that that was from her lips to God's ears because that's why he wanted me in that space. I still had negative $400 in my bank account, you know? But when I, um, when I was actually on the show, I went from negative $400 to $500,000 check. Mm. Now, is that supposed to happen for a curvy black woman uh, no Ivy League degree, no context, no nothing. And so it taught me this very valuable lesson that I hope people get from it. Sometimes we look at people's successes and we don't understand how they got there. And often it, it can be, it, it's blessing and luck. It really is, it's blessings and luck or luck meet preparedness. If I didn't have the balls to go to an event, I could not afford. If I didn't have the balls to walk up to people to look nothing like me and just pitch about a company that no one believed in, then I wouldn't be where I am. And so if I learned anything is that fortune favors the bold. Mm. You look at any of the great comedians, you look at any of the great actors, any of the great musicians, They have their, their lives are littered with hard, hardships, but they never let that stop them from their vision. Or if they fell off of their vision, some God brought it back and said, it's now or never. And that was my now or never moment. Or else I'd probably still be a disgruntled attorney. So that's what happened, Queen.
1: I just love your energy,
0: Precious. I can't help it. Your energy is so awesome. I love listening to you. Do you know how often I hear that? I still love it. I love it. Like, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, girl, I hear that all the time. No, I do. But I love it because as a woman who grew up, I was being told I was ugly. I was book smart. I'd never make it. And sometimes you, you have to develop a personality that, that, it's not something I sat there like oh you do this when they say this because you can't prepare look I'm 41 yeah. but I will say I worked on my personality because if I wasn't going to be able to get in on cuteness mm-hmm. and prettiness and beauty then I'll run circles around them because they, their looks will fade my personality won't <laughs> no it
1: will not no it won't that's not. why
0: you always say use what you got like like you you know that song no one to hold them no one to fold them it's the gambler like play the hands you're dealt yeah. And we often forget that, like, oh, I don't have money. I don't have this and that. But well, what do you have? You have ingenuity and creativity. Mm-hmm. And if you use those two together, you will walk circles on people who get money thrown at them all the time and waste it. You'll That's know the value. The first thing you sell, you'll frame that first dollar and be like, man, they said it wouldn't happen. Here's my first dollar or my first $300 or my first $397 check. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. And thank God for technology today. Thank God that I am not, that none of us are bound by what we used to be bound by, having to pay publicists, all kinds of stuff. Now it's just like the way my personality is set up, like, like what's his name? say? The way my personality is set up, I can get on my LinkedIn live show. I can get on Facebook live and I can talk and I talk freely. I don't muzzle myself. Listen, I ain't got time for that. (laughs) I don't have time for that. Is there a time and place for everything? Yes, there is. But if if we didn't have access to those things, some of these people that you hear of today, you never would have heard of. There wouldn't be no TikTok, no clubhouse. Technology has allowed certain things to happen. Yes. And so if they tell me I'm not cute enough for television, well, I'm cute enough for social media. (laughs) I love you. So
1: you took your character, you decided to be bold. Move forward. Oh, they are. And And I'm proud of you for doing so. I love that. I love the inspiration behind it. Just grabbing your dreams and running with it, making the best of it. You didn't just go in blind. You thought about what it was you were going to do. You created your pitch. I'm positive you practiced and prepared before you walked in the doors. But the catch of it all, the operative piece of it was you actually making the decision to walk in that door, to be bold enough and to have that confidence to do so. And that's something that like you said, a lot of us as black females do not have that confidence to walk into that door. And that's something that you're allowing for the listeners to really recognize you can do that. There's nothing stopping you. Technology has just opened the doors that much more because you don't actually have to walk into it now you just click the camera on your phone like what my that what my cell phone at? What, what a camera exactly. at
0: what that phone exactly. what that video exactly. at we going in when you enter boldly even if you're an introvert even if you when you enter boldly not everybody's gonna like it mm. but last time i checked this business is not a person it's not a it's not a what they call it um popularity but, a popularity contest. It's yeah. not. I promise you, it's not. Yeah. You got a lot of people who are liked by a lot of people that don't buy anything from them. Mm-hmm. If you look at, you know, you you can look at um, Lisa Nichols. You can look at um, the woman who started uh, Carol's daughter. I'm sure if they were here, they'd tell you. Listen. Not everybody's gonna like, like you on the way up. It's cool when everybody's struggling, but when you start to rise and we start to enter boldly and then other people wanna come in and help, it's cause they see you moving forward. And then when I tell you God in the universe will conspire, I promise, will it be some hard days? Yes, it will. But we're in a day and a time where personality is more effective than just getting, getting plastic six pack abs and a big booty and stuff like that. Listen, the maintenance on that. <laughs> yeah i don't know if i'm ready for all that i'm ready for the natural process you heard mm-hmm. and so i'm 41 years old now i always talk about this the glow up everybody talks about kylie jenner and all of them with the glow up i'm like yeah that's that's a glow up i said but at, at 40 there's another glow up mm-hmm. so you can choose to believe what people say about you and that oh you know you just stay in the background you just do this or you just enter in boldly like oh oh there's the table oh where's the head okay yeah but this ain't your company where's the head of the table? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just need to be there. Thanks. Thanks. While you're questioning my Why you questioning my credentials, I want I want everyone around the table to tell you what their credentials are. And you tell me who's better. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see why I'm at the head. Thanks.
1: <laughs> Command it. Commanding the head of the
0: table. Everybody ain't gonna like you, but oh, I promise oh. you a lot of them gonna respect you. Like, ooh, I don't I don't want none of that. Mm-hmm. And it's not about being angry black woman. It's not even that. You didn't hear me say I'm not angry. I just am assured of who I am. Okay.
1: Being grounded in who you are, is where that confidence is coming from. Definitely making sure that you understand who you are. What do you feel were the biggest hiccups that you experienced as you began your first company? What do you think was the biggest challenge that you faced?
0: The biggest challenge, what you would think is money but it was fear, worry, and Mm self-doubt. I believed so much in it and what I was doing, but I didn't know if the world was ready. Mm -hmm. I I pressed on regardless, Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna lie to you and tell you that when you're the first to do something or you're the first of your kind because of your weight and stuff like that, that, it doesn't weigh on your mind. And we often say, oh, it doesn't matter what other people, it doesn't matter what other people think. In some ways, I agree, and in other ways, I don't. If you are trying to sell something that no one wants to buy, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt you. It's gonna, hurt, it's gonna hurt more than your feelings. It's gonna hurt, 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 the nest egg you're building. Um, when the when when this that famous actor died, I felt like a part of me died with him. I didn't know if I could go on. I didn't know if I could do anything. So the biggest thing when I started my first company was my own fear, worry, and self-doubt compounded with other people. When I started Perfect Pitches by Precious, that was easier because so many people wanted to throw money my way to, for me to teach them how to pitch, whether it's a media pitch, an investor pitch, an elevator pitch, a speaker pitch, or whatever. Like people want to throw money at me. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know if I can do that. You know what? <laughs> you better put on them big girl panties and run. You better put them on and keep running, right? You know what I'm saying? And and doing that was do, doing that was so amazing. And it gave me the inspiration to know that as much as I like nice lingerie, I'm a much better speaker, trainer, and coach. And my first company led me to my actual real world purpose and passion. And that's why it's it's beautiful. With technology, that it doesn't cost as much. I mean, listen, companies will fly me, flewed out like Instagram, flewed out like Instagram thotties But now I do it all from home. Mm-hmm. Now I ain't gonna lie to you and tell you I don't wanna be flued out and nice, nice, nice sweets and stuff like that. I listen, I would love that. But in the <laughs> intro, this ain't half bad. And at first, I was a little upset because I was like, man, I would. You know, it ain't nothing to you know, be that first class because you ain't paying for it, right? But even if I had to pay for it, you're dealing with a, a woman who came from nothing. You're dealing with a woman who came from nothing. So everything I've had is a bonus. The movies that I've been in, you know, living in Santa Monica, California, filming a movie in a glass mansion in Malibu. I'm flying off to Milan, Italy to film part of my story for this. Like, I, I this is crazy, This is crazy, you know, having Forbes magazine review my first book and put it up. Like the good thing about technology to me, everybody will say social media, but it's also, it's a way to to also build relationships that you normally would not have. Mm -hmm. You normally wouldn't have, you know, how do people find me out? They go to LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't even go to my website, which I always think is odd. They'll hit me up on LinkedIn, but they don't notice I have a website. And I always find that. I'm like, am I the only one who has a website nobody wants to go to until I tell them? And they're like, that's all I need to know. But you got a website? Yeah. And I'm like, the fact that people say that is always strange. But think about that. That's why your LinkedIn has to be on point. Where is your target market? Yeah. Now, to some people, it's Facebook. To some people, it's Instagram. Mine is LinkedIn. Trust and believe that. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe that I know where my peoples is at. <laughs> I understand completely. And, I still and- like on my own show, trust. Listen, people tell you, people tell even the the even the top people at LinkedIn looked at my show and just been like, "Wow, <laughs> she really, really her." <laughs> and also, I have a friend named Kelly Charles Collins. She is over at Ladies Who Leverage, and she sat in on me giving a presentation at Microsoft virtually, right? I get off my virtual training and she called me to be like, precious, I've seen something I've never seen before. I said, what? she said, you really are this way even when you're talking to executives. She said, I just knew you would come in and so delighted to be here. Thank you. Stella. She said, you really you said something that she, like I said something and she was just like, and they ain't not gonna say nothing. She said they were tripping to talk to you. I said, because I've been through homelessness. I've been through severe alcohol addiction. I have eaten out of garbage cans. I have rode the subways. I went from a big life to a blue dress, a blue coat and a book bag was all I had to my name. Mm. I've been in you know, life, a life transformation program at the Bowery Mission Women's Center. I finished September 1st, 2018. We're in 2020. And we're now about to enter 2021. It wasn't that long ago, Queen. Yeah. That's the power of technology, but it's also the power of you can sell every every false thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I promise you, people are looking for the real. Yes, they like the glitz and glam, the Birkin bags, all that, whatever. But it's for me to say to you, you're the Birkin bag. If you can never afford a Birkin bag, know that that $20,000 is you. But, but 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 listen let hollywood and entertainment do its thing but if you're in business i would need, people want to know they can relate to you they want to know that that you're more than just taking pictures with les brown and tony robbins and they're not candid pictures they're just like hey you know like yeah. dude i mean i've been in this game a long time and i've seen vanity metrics i've seen yeah. people post with different people and i'm like that's cute mm-hmm. yeah, as i always say that's cute that's a bop but those who are really in there got them candid pictures of, of talking and just all over the place and stuff like that. The real people don't always want to be photographed. And if they're going to be photographed, it's going to look fake. And that's why people who are in the know can look at them. That's why I say, if you're, going, if you're really going to be about this life and you want to be about it for um, the influence of it all and for this, I'm in here to have an impact and to show other women that the glow up is real. What you've been putting on the back burner for so long is time. I don't care that you're the CEO of somebody else's company. I don't care that you're a vice president of this. I don't care that you're a director of this. You have a book inside of you that needs to come out. You have a product or a service you need to launch. And if COVID hasn't taught us anything, it's that nothing is promising tomorrow. Like A congressman man just died today. Uh, yesterday. He was an elect congressman, which means he never stepped into office. So let's get it popping.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you feel that the program that you went through, that you finished mm-hmm. up in September, was the largest piece that helped you get through that mindset struggle? Uh, if, if we bring it back, you were talking about how the mindset was really the piece that held you up, that, that recognition of self, that ability to know you. Um, the the mindset piece was really the struggle for you do you what do you feel really helped you move forward through that mindset
0: i gotta give all thanks to god Mm. because i never would have been in that program i know you've heard of shelters i didn't live in a shelter i lived in a beautiful townhouse in harlem And a home on the upper east side of manhattan get get into your mind what that looked like because celebrities gave to that that's why we were living good we were eating good and stuff like that the reason why i attribute my success this time and is because that was the first time for two years i couldn't run a business Mm -hmm. i literally had to spend my time building my relationship with god and and living in a community and teaching and training and learning and all of that kind of stuff. So you're like, time, time slows down when you don't have everything on you. Like we had a schedule from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. And one of the things I learned in the program is that when you know the structure, you can play within structure now. my Growing up, I always just wanted to do my own thing. And in some ways I haven't changed, but in other ways I'm like, when when I'm with my clients or what, you know, or when I do my shows or, you know, when I do my live events, I'm very aware of structure. Mm -hmm. I'm very aware of like step-by-step how things should go Mm -hmm. and you can, you can play around in it, but if you don't, but if you have no structure, what what are you playing around with? Mm -hmm. So when you know your, you know, your time is scheduled from six am to 10 p.m. You may have an hour to yourself every now and then or whatever, but take advantage of the slowing down process. The COVID has slowed us down. And again, I don't have children or a husband, but what it forced me to do was really get really focused on what is it that I really wanted to do? Yes, I'm the killer pitch master, but I'm also someone who is more than just a speaker, a trainer and a coach. And I'm not going to let anyone else pigeonhole me into that's all I can do. Right. So that's what it did for me. So this is like the second part of it. But, you know, knowing that God said, you know, when I tried to take my life almost four years ago, that the only reason he spared me is because it wasn't over. The fat lady hadn't sang. Mm-hmm. And since the fat lady hadn't sang, that means there's more to my life than I ever gave credit for. And then I I meet wonderful women like you. I meet wonderful women and men, queens and kings and queens who constantly remind me of who I am. This is the first time in my life, queen, that my client sent me gifts, not even for Christmas. I got gifts all year long this year. One of my clients, I'll not put on, yeah, Tina Williams, I'll put on blast. (laughs) She literally sent me a pillow a pillow of my year in um what my year she took her favorite five pictures of me she oh. put it on a pillow and she put on a hashtag legend mm. precious l williams hashtag queen oh i thought that was girl it's, You, know, i'm crying all over the place mm-hmm. i get another delivery
1: yeah. girl it's a
0: full blanket with all my awards and everything from this year her favorite pictures of me. Like I'm looking at this and it's just like killer, pitch master, queen of everything. I am your ride or die forever. Legend. Queen. I, like cry for two days. Two days. Right. People will call I ain't even trying to talk right now. I just I I never realized because yes, there are people who do this for the shine and the, the fake me out influence and the glitz and glam. But this year I found out for real who my greatest clients are, and I get to choose them. The ability to pay, that's one element, y'all. Do we have chemistry? Can we make Can we make it pop? And that's the beauty of, you know, looking at technology, looking at, you know, just start looking at different, like statistics and stuff like that. Like, what should my time really be focused on? Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to go after the low-hanging fruit. Well, I can create digital products for low-hanging fruit. But if you're gonna work with me, just like you know, you like it has to be worth my time. Oh. And so, you know, do you charge for consultations? I do. I can't be on the phone all day with people who just wanna talk. Mm. I need you to be I need you to be ready to move forward, even if you don't know how. That's my job to 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 write to the ship. Mm-hmm. So when you're in different circles, and that's a, another beauty of technology, Queen, when you're in different circles. When people are all like you, that's that's cute. When you engage with people who are in the millions, in the billion dollar category, whether it's one million, 50 million, billions, whatever, their conversations are different. Mm-hmm. The conversations are just different. Mm-hmm. And so they're not, they're not talking about the same things. And so I realized if you change your network and and you you on the upward trajectory, then you can't just be around people where you're the bright light. You can't. And because I decided to surround myself through technology with other organizations and groups, that's how we grew exponentially. That's how I got into the Federal Reserve Bank. That's how I got into NBC Universal. That's like people would literally find me and be like, oh shoot, that's precious. Why don't we call it NBC Universal? Did that. There was a guy on who worked at NBC Universal who was just like, We have having a Veterans Initiative. I want precious to come through. He e- you know, emailed me. I was like, what? I don't know you but NBC Universal, you got it, pop it. Oh, oh food, drink. like we do. And when I say drinks, I mean my water was on point. But, like it was so real. And I'm like, I'm walking in and I'm like, they're treating me like a celebrity and I'm just Precious Williams. That's what, you know, so let me stop because you know, girl, I'll go in. But you are a celebrity.
1: You are. And that pillow is probably the most precious gift that I've heard of anybody receiving a recent. So that is outstanding. Um, I, I think that is a wonderful, wonderful gift. And I myself probably would have still been crying. So, you know. know. you starting to get emotional like-
0: I was tearing up listening to you, woman. Okay. Girl, look, they sent me these never ending roses. Like, come on. <laughs> like, this is what I get. It's gifts. I understand, I understand. So yeah.
1: <laughs> You're so cute. Yeah, it's the the support of those around you as well as recognition of the path that has been laid out for you, recognition of what your intuition and what God is stating to you as the next steps forward for you. And then you took it another step forward and really talked about surrounding yourself with the right people, recognizing (laughs) who is in your network and making sure that that network is useful to you. You
0: mm-hmm. can't
1: always be the smartest person in the room because the room is not serving you in any way, shape or form if you are. Hmm. Truly not. So no, I, I understand wholly. You really took the time to, to dive into your network in a way that would allow for you to see results. I want for you to tell us all about your practice, who it is you're focused on helping, what what you're doing right now in your practice and what your goals are for the coming
0: year. All right. Well, I am the proud founder and CEO of Perfect Pitches by Precious. And I literally teach women how to be bad bitches with power pitches. And, you know, I said what I said with my whole chest. I sure did. Um, I create the most killer elevator pitches, media pitches, investor pitches, speaker pitches, and interview pitches for my clients. These are my individual clients. So I work work primarily with corporate executives, uh, successful speakers, and entrepreneurs. I wanted there to already be a baseline of success. Before we even get started. So I'm not really for the novices. I'm really for those who are on their way, but they need a, a better plan of how to get there, how to monetize their network, how to get their messaging and content together so that it truly attracts, it attracts you bait them, you attract them, and you close them right, and so I do pitch training classes, I, you know, do communication skills coaching, I also am a corporate trainer for those big companies, I already said, Microsoft, LinkedIn, Google, I just signed a contract to be the pitch coach for Kiwanis International, I'm working with a major business magazine starting in January, um, (laughs) attracting talk shows and stuff like, like, there's so many things that, I do to show my clients and, and to help them, you know, get two year contracts with major corporations, how to win pitch competitions. In fact, uh, one of my clients, I think two or three weeks ago, she won her first competition, $7,500, first place in Houston. And then I have clients who've been on Shark Tank like season 12, like, 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 like 2020, that's what I'm talking about, right? I have clients who literally didn't know how to do something. And then with my coaching and training and pushing them out there, it's a synergy, the synchronicity of us together created something even more powerful, right? Not only that, you know, I wrote the books, Bad Bitches and Power Pitches for Women Entrepreneurs and Speakers Only, plus the workbook, which were were both number one bestsellers, and my third book is coming out, April uh, 13th, 2021 and it's called Pitching for Profit, The Bad Bitches Playbook to Convert Conversations into Currency. Notice I didn't say cash. I said okay. currency. Okay. So what do we mean by that? How do you get affiliates? How do you get referrals? Meaningful referrals. It's not just in your networking groups. How do you truly monetize your network? How do you get them to speak your name in circles that you may never enter, but you're in, you're in their face? You know what I mean? How do you incentivize people? How do you how do you stay top of mind with people? And so we're going to take it more from just pitching to now, you know, what are the next steps? Let's get in the coaching huddle. Like, we're going to run the play. When they do this, this is what you're going to do. And I love that. I love that because I can talk about pitching until I'm blue in the face. But just as there's an art to pitching, we take it into what's your communication style like? How do you get people to want you to be in their rooms too? Mm -hmm. How do you get people to nominate you for big things? And more importantly, I said this yesterday. So many of us are afraid of bragging that we look so dull. Mm We Look, we ain't doing nothing. So I want women to be on their Kanye. Self-nominate and and without apology. I've won a lot of things, self-nominate. If I was waiting on other people, yeah, good luck with that. They busy and they tired. So when they tired and through, what did Bill Will Smith say? What did Will Smith say? I will outwork you. I don't just get a war. Some are giving. Some are just like, hey, people, people know I'm popping. But a lot of them, I'm like, I'm going hard in the paint. I'm going to make it so you do not forget who I am. And I encourage all of my clients, my prospects and everything, stay visible. And so I also have digital products like Pitching with Confidence, um, su- uh, Pitch Please, How to Successfully Pitch Anything, right? Hashtag Booked and Busy, uh, where I teach you how to become a virtual paid speaker in 2021. Like I do live events. In fact, I'm going to have my first conference in September of 2021, nice. and it's called Pitch Please, The <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> Women's Power Pitch Summit. Y'all ain't ready, though. Y'all not ready. Oh, yeah, I'm going in. <laughs> I'm going in. So even in this year of deep reflection, even in this year of so much going wrong, some people call it a dumpster fire. I'm like this, this was the year that set it off. Mm. And I can't, and yes, I'm not in restaurants business. I'm not in certain things. So I'm ever mindful that there are certain companies that can't just go online. They just can't. Or if they do, it still doesn't change the the face-to-face aspect of certain things, right? But because I was already set up to, to be able to do things via the internet, it just made it easier. Yep. Yep.
1: No, I agree. I And I think that's um, a resounding silver lining that I've heard from a lot of entrepreneurs, much like yourself, much like myself, who were already in business online and already rather digitized in our operations prior to this year. I think there was a much easier transition for all of us. The show is really designed to help entrepreneurs like yourself and the listeners and we'd love to know looking at your practice from all different angles because there's not just one piece of it it's not just consulting that you're doing you have a lot of different areas of your practice so across the board if you had the ability to change something in your practice if you could wave the magic wand and change anything at all in your practice What do you feel it would be and why and how do you feel it would affect your industry as a whole? So not just in public speaking, but whatever the industry is that it may be focused in
0: operation. One or two things, especially. I need to feel more comfortable building a team. Mm -hmm. I have a team, but like I'm bad at delegation. (laughs) I just am. And... Accepting, accepting that, and I don't always have the answers Let's be clear about that, I don't. But just feeling comfortable that yeah. to be a true CEO, it has to, it doesn't have to focus on you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so as I'm building my team, I was talking to my girl, yes, I, I have a friend named Precious Frazier She's a business coach. And we were talking, I said, what scares me is that I'm building a company in real time. Mm. And you know, when we read the stories of successful entrepreneurs, there's a part of the story we never quite grasp. Like, what was the first hire and how did that first hire lead to the seventh hire and stuff like that? Like, how does that really happen? And how do you, and some people are just like, oh, it's analytics." no, 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 no. Like, how do you feel comfortable getting putting yourself in that position? Because the truth of the matter is perfect pitches by precious. Uh, I I want to set this up as my legacy, but also to survive me and to be the greatest, I want us to be the number one speech communications firm in the world. Started by a Black woman on both sides. I'm chocolate, I'm a chocolate girl wonder, I'm the four-figure diva, I said what I said with my whole chest, but I wanted to help so many more people, right? So, I'm finite by myself, right? I can only work with a certain number of um, one-on-ones, right? But there's also like cloning what I do and having other people expand it out. So once you learn really my techniques and all that kind of stuff and, and, and encompass it in your, and in my Pitchmasters programs, that's how we really transcend, right? So now we can really take it global into places where you have foreign um, companies that want to get, you know, United States investments and stuff like that. But how do they speak the language? How do they change up their things? How did like I really want to do it? I want to teach people around the world, not just with me, but with my entire team, my coaches, my operations, all everything that the more we grow. And we show people what's possible there isn't like 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 a, what would it let's just say no limit baby no limit some people are all about oh you know i just want to hit a million that's cute i want to be a global phenomenon i watched a show on um youtube one is called cold fusion, one is called company, man. And they talk about the rise and fall of the companies and stuff like that. And I really like it because it's it's very different from what you see on CNBC and MSNBC and all that kind of stuff or headline news. But the thing I love is how do companies really get started? Not the sanitized version. And then what were some of the pitfalls that never really came out, Mm -hmm. but now people are comfortable talking about it because it's years that years. And so I love the idea of knowing that with technology, I am not a local person, you know, mm-hmm. growing more and more national. I do have some international clients, but you know what I mean by going global mm-hmm. in services. You know what I mean? Yeah. And taking it to the next level because so many people said it wasn't possible to even do what I'm doing today. Oh, pitching, ain't nobody gonna worry about that. Oh, Shark sure, Tank's gonna. I'm like, oh, so when I was on Shark Tank, I can tell you the truth. Hey. You've never been. Oh, wasn't it you who told me I would never get on Shark Tank? Wasn't it you who said I would never get in a movie? Wasn't it you who said I couldn't get into Microsoft? Wasn't it? Oh, you know what? Well, we have to address the issue. My actions speak louder than words, thanks. And I did it as a Black woman. And and yes, I have diverse people around me, diverse. Mm -hmm. But no one's going to make me hate the fact that I'm a Black woman. No one's going to make me hate the fact that, you know, I don't have six-pack abs. If I got to deal with that girl, I deal with that in the closet and, and that's it. But one step out, my job is to show that you can have a service or product that's life transforming mm-hmm. and never everybody doesn't have to believe in you. If God put it in you, he needs no co but you got to do your part too. And you will have fear and you will have worry and you will have self-doubt. Girl, I still have it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I used to be so afraid of success. I would squander every opportunity. I used to be so afraid of success. People are like, no, you're free to play. With. How are you going to tell me? I'm telling you, because success, there, there's there's levels to it that, that people don't understand. All of a sudden, when you when people just know you or they think they know you, you're now you're like, do I have to be perfect all the time? Because I'm not. My pictures are perfect. You're holding me to a standard you can never hold yourself to, so stop. Yeah. You're human. <laughs> and you're doing what you can with
1: your passions, your goals, your energy, your movements, your power as a person and you're propelling yourself forward through your dreams and your thought processes and by taking those actions in a consistent manner. It's not rocket science. There is no magic wand that you're waving to accomplish it. It is hard work and making sure to put it in. And that I think is, is something that, you know, even with the magic wand question, you know, we, we joke about it, and it's really just to help those that are listening to come up with ideas for our business. But the reality is there's no magic wand when it comes to business. There is no way to magically fix things. And I, I love how you put it out there that, yeah, it's great to think about a magic wand and it's a, it's a cute idea. But the fact of the matter is, it's hard work. It's work that you have to put in, and it's work that you put in it is
0: and if you if do you ever look back like ever go home I don't know if you're still in the same like so I I rarely go to St. Louis but one of the things I started noticing like when I watch documentaries is what places used to look like versus what they look like now yeah and I'm always surprised because I'm like in the moment you may not see the changes but when you look back you're like whoa it all started then right and so sometimes a, a, a governmental regulation can put you out of business. Sometimes a technology can wipe you out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes like, you know, and, and, and people are like, well, why couldn't they see that coming? Oh, because you could? Mm-hmm. Really? Like, think about the magazine. Think about magazines. And now people can go online to look at certain things. And sometimes people don't want to read the whole New York Times in a paper. I do. Uh, but some people don't. They want to just go on- a line, get a couple articles to be out. There's certain things like you think you could plan for, like remember Blockbuster video. And I love when people always say, oh, they could have bought Netflix and stuff like that. You don't know what was told to them at the time. You really don't know. And a lot of us, if we're keeping it a book, a lot of us aren't early adopters to everything. We're not. No. I still don't have an iPhone. I still don't. I'm not on Clubhouse. And I'm not getting a phone to get Clubhouse. I promise you I'm not, right? <laughs> Precious, how could you not? Because you know what? There's only one of me. And I really want this to be said. Even if I waved a a magic wand, I would do more with the mental than I would do anything else. That no matter what happens, you can do this. You can do this. Being a smaller company right now allows me to be nimble and to respond to things very, very quickly. The bigger and bigger you get, the more bureaucracy that you're going to have. And that's that's just a necessary part of it, right? But at the end of the day, still do the good work. And you know what? The fat lady ain't sung, so keep pushing. The fat lady ain't sung. And you start hearing her sing, be like, that's an opera from somebody else. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that ain't mine. <clears throat>
1: no, no. Who, you go sing somewhere else. Yeah,
0: that, 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 <laughs> that, that, that she's talking to somebody day. else. She <laughs>
1: talking to me. You know? Oh, goodness. If you had the opportunity to go back a couple years, maybe 10 to 15 years and tell yourself something i've switched the question i've switched it because this year has been this year so if you could go back to december of 2019 and tell yourself one thing what do you feel like that would have been
0: if i can go back to 2019 Mm -hmm. do you remember that old dodge commercial which one you either lead follow or get out of the way in 2019 i was just getting my bearings straight with my business but in 2020 i decided to lead i i don't i don't look to gurus to to teach me teach me stuff and all of a sudden i'm gonna be popping i had 25 years as a professional speaker I believe in creating your own lane and not being a copycat of someone else. So to go back to the the, the old dashboard, you either lead, follow, or you get out of the way. This year, a lot of people were afraid to ask for sales. They were afraid of a lot of things. And because I've been through homelessness, severe addiction, abandonment, abuse, like I've been through it all. When I was homeless, I was by myself. Now the world understands that people really are a paycheck away. From everything. So I gotta do everything in my power to make sure that I, I lead. And I gotta do it afraid. And I did.
1: Lead. Lead. And I'm glad that you did this year.
0: I'm me too, queen.
1: that there are many, many women who are being inspired by your journey. So I truly appreciate you sharing the journey with us and being on the show. Please share the best
0: way for the listeners to find you. The best ways to get in contact with Precious Williams, the hashtag Killer Pitchmaster, CEO of Perfect Pitches by Precious. Uh, You can check me out on my website, www.perfectpitchesbyprecious.com. You can also go to LinkedIn and type in the name Precious L. Williams, Killer Pitchmaster. You can go on uh, Instagram. I'm at P on facebook i am at perfect pitch p on twitter i am at perfect pitch p let's see is there any other way to get in contact with me <laughs> and my my email address is precious at perfect pitches by precious.com.
1: i will be sure to include a link to each and every one of your social media profiles and your website of course and to your book that you have so we are going to have every link that you can imagine on the show notes page
0: precious you've been Girl, you know them books is pop
1: <laughs> well, you have been outstanding i i truly thank you for joining us today for sharing your energy your time and your wisdom with the community
0: no problem queen it's been an honor okay you certainly have Precious, thank you so much.
1: I truly appreciate you sharing your abundance of energy, time, and wisdom with the community. I had an absolute blast with that conversation, and I look forward to chatting again in the near future. Techie community, thank you guys for joining us here for episode 93. If you're working on a media pitch, an elevator pitch, an investor pitch, a pitch of any kind, do not sleep on contacting Miss Precious Williams at Perfect Pitches. precious.com. or you can always reach her through our show notes page at technology-equality.com forward slash precious williams i will be sure to include a link to all of her social media accounts as well as her website thank you once again for joining me here for this episode 93 pitch perfect and until our next episode when we continue to hear the journey find the pain and create solutions enjoy the week